Hello Goddess, welcome to another day at the Influential Family Podcast where we talk about all things business and life in general. I'm your host Wen Ng and you're here today because you're ready to live the Goddess life, execute the better strategies and own your dream business all while having fun. After each episode, our conversation continues in our Influential Family Facebook group so I can't wait for you to come vibe with us. Now, let's move on to today's topic. Hello Influential Goddesses, welcome to another day at our Influential Family Podcast. Are you running out of content ideas or finding yourself asking how can you actually have unlimited content ideas or produce content that is original and captivating? What if I told you that you could be a content machine, generating at least 10 content ideas every single day without burning out? And nope, I'm not exaggerating, it's actually really possible. In today's episode, I want to walk you through my process of generating unlimited content ideas that are just sitting there waiting to be turned into novelty posts and more importantly, the one that does the selling for you. So if you're ready to unlock your hidden talent in content creation, then keep listening. Before anything else, I want to talk about the foundation of having an unlimited source of content ideas, your POV, point of view when consuming content. So the goal here is to go from a bias point of view to a thought leader point of view. So you may ask, what's the difference? A bias point of view is when you actually consume content as a target audience and that is fine when you're actually looking to invest in a mentor. But when you're actually looking to generate content ideas and be seen as an influence, this is where having a thought leader point of view comes to play. You ask questions like, What's the lesson here that I can share with my audience? How can I add my own twists and interpretations to this concept? So if you're not actively thinking like a leader, you'll find yourself being convinced by the people that you're consuming from. So which sometimes leads to having imposter syndrome or comparing yourself with the creator. And we don't want that. So when you come across a caption that catches your attention, it might be the specific words or it might be the writing style that is actually the one that stops you from scrolling. So that's how you buy and most likely how your audiences will buy too. So knowing this will be super helpful when you're actually writing your copy. So you're not writing based off what you think people will read. So I like to spring clean my Instagram every month or whenever I just feel like it's draining me. This works wonders if your business revolves around social media. So this would keep you sane and productive. This is how you can actually spring clean your social and how I actually spring clean mine. So choose three to five people on whatever social media platform that you're actually using to consume content. In my case, it's Instagram. So out of the three or five people, I suggest choosing only one person from your niche. So this is to prevent you from having imposter syndrome and unintentional copying, but enough to be inspired by their content. Mute stories or posts from the rest. This is to make sure that you don't get stuck in over-consuming too much information, which can lead you to having shiny object syndrome or being stuck in analysis paralysis mode. Okay, so step two is my go-to mantra when it comes to generating unlimited content ideas. Slow down, live life. So when you search how to never run out of content ideas again on Google or YouTube, you'll probably come across many coaches who are talking about batch creating content, creating a content calendar, hiring a talented copywriter, or the secret tools like keywords everywhere, ask the public, etc. So though this can be really helpful, you know me, I don't want to talk about what's already available and Googleable. So what I'm about to share is based on my clients and my own experiences. So whenever my clients come to me with a struggle of not having enough content ideas or they say things like, oh, I don't have anything to write about or I don't know what to write about, I'll ask them this crazy simple question. Are you living life? I know this question never fails to catch them by surprise and you're probably wondering like, what? When? How is that even a strategy? What do you even mean? 
So let me explain. So I know this may sound really simple and duh, but it's what we don't do enough. The more basic and simple something is, the more we put it aside. If you're saying that you don't have enough content ideas, it's a sign to go out there and live life. Go for a walk, do something exciting, experience new things and go on adventures. Do whatever that you can to get rid of the tension. That's where the struggle is. And when you're focused on checking off your to-do list that you forget to actually be by yourself, undistracted and alone with your thoughts. So like your 2am thoughts and your shower thoughts are really important thoughts that actually create content. So for the longest time, I was constantly looking outside of myself, researching and using tools to search up keywords of what others are actually searching for and creating content based on that. So I took my thoughts for granted and never actually really thought much about them. Like how are they even related to content, right? And by doing that, I was missing out on a great deal of content ideas and I don't want that to happen for you. So for the next week, try taking at least 10 minutes or 5 minutes to sit with your thoughts. Let them marinate and ponder. Be comfortable around them. No judgments. It may seem like a waste of time at the start, but you may struggle for a little bit wanting to hop back to work But I want you to hold that urge and be uncomfortable. Just wander away and ask questions like, is there something that you've always been, you know, interested in or something that you've always been thinking about? Do it for a week and you'll get really interesting thoughts that are rare. The time we spend alone with our thoughts allows us to resolve the unresolved. And this process comes with a ton of shareable lessons and value. So remember, your input is your output. When ideas come from forceful energy, the words and the flow of our content will carry the exact same energy. So I read posts from this energy and it's way too obvious and you don't want that to happen to you. So now, if you're like me and you're wondering how to know where to form thoughts that produce novelty content, this step has the answer to your question. Our thoughts come from our past experiences and what we consume on a daily basis. So we can't change what happened in the past, but we can always change our thoughts by choosing what we consume today. And if you want to have rare content ideas, you want to develop a habit of reading and listening to podcasts. So if you don't have a habit of consuming good mind medicine, this might be a game changer for you because it is for me. If your excuse is I don't have time to read, I have a 9 to 5 job or I'm too busy with my business, that's probably why you're struggling with generating content ideas. So we all have time and it boils down to what we choose to spend our time on. If you don't find that reading is your priority, you'll come up with all sorts of excuses just to avoid it. My advice on that, if you're an entrepreneur, reading should probably be your top priority above anything else so that you keep learning and you keep growing. The time that you're washing the dishes, doing laundries, walking a dog, hitting the road, showering, or even spacing out, you get the drill, is the time that you read or plug in a podcast. Get your daily dose of mind medicine and the content ideas will come naturally because you're constantly introducing yourself to new perspective and learning. Your mind is constantly in this creative zone. You'll never run out of thoughts and opinions, which are also your potential content ideas. So this is also why you don't have to worry about oversharing the how. I know a lot of coaches out there are talking about, oh, don't share the how, share the what. I personally disagree with that because I tell my clients this and I'll tell you the same thing too. When you try to not share or you're afraid of oversharing the how, you end up gatekeeping and not sharing anything of value to your audience, which means they don't know what you're trying to say and you're not seen as someone who has value to give. So why bother wasting their time reading your stuff, right? It's a lose-lose situation. If you're constantly learning and growing, on the other hand, you're not afraid to not have anything to share in your paid program. And everyone's problem is just so different because of our conditioning and mindset. And your paid program is meant to solve these specific problems. So here's a perspective shift. 
If you can provide free value that is seen as more valuable than the paid programs out there, imagine what your audience can get in your paid program and that's what they pay for. So everyone is preaching give before you take, but how many can actually say that they practice what they preach? Please sell with integrity. Now that you've developed a habit and have found the sources of all the thoughts, inspirations and opinions, what you do with them is key. So let me introduce another habit to you, building an idea bank. It can be on our notes app, Google Docs or journal if you love to write things down. Any platform that allows you to refer to on your content creation day would work. We have so much going on in our lives every single day and the number of thoughts that run through our minds is insane. And if we don't jot them down and value them, or see them of value, they'll actually be gone just like that. So it's important that you actually note them down whenever something pops up. It doesn't have to be done daily, but have the habit to jot down any ideas that pop up immediately instead of just letting them pass by your mind and forgetting about them. It's important that you keep it accessible and all in one place so that you make it easier for yourself. So what I do is that I write them in a Google Doc since I can write them offline as well. When I don't have an internet, I don't have to worry that, you know, my ideas are gone and I always have my phone with me. So this is not necessary, but I split my ideas into two documents. One for inspiration and mindset and another for tips and business related ideas. As I try to alternate my content, I can find my ideas easily this way. If I want to post content that is on mindset, I'll just have to pull out the mindset document. Same goes for the content on tips or business. So go with whatever works for you. So I know some of you might be thinking right now, but who am I to talk about my opinions? Who would even listen or care about what I have to say? Now, that thought stems from fear and lack of confidence in your abilities and perhaps from a specific incident that happened to you. Maybe someone doubted you or you did something and the results made you doubt yourself. And that's completely normal. I want you to start honoring and recognizing that your opinions matter to your people. If you feel like you don't have anyone to speak to, speak to yourself through your content. If you feel that no one is listening to you, say it for yourself. Treat your social as a journal and lift all the pressure of being right or being liked. You'll never be liked by everyone, just like how you don't like everyone. So if you can't trust your abilities and your own thoughts and opinions, who will? You can't expect anyone to have faith in you if you don't have faith in yourself. So remember, we talk about being a leader instead of a follower. As a leader, you have to take the lead first. It's definitely not easy, just like taking the first step. But because you have the courage to do that, you allow your people to live vicariously through you. It's like an invitation to them to join you, to give them that push that they need to know that it's possible. So at the start, you might need to borrow confidence from someone and that's okay. If you need to, feel free to borrow my confidence. I'm not perfect and by no means there are posts that you know, that don't do well numbers-wise, but have actually helped many people in one way or another, and that's all that matters. So if you're still hesitant, let me ask you, do you want to be someone that follows or someone that leads? If it's the latter, something needs to change, be it your thoughts, your actions, or even both. Take the first step, I'll be here to catch you. Put things into perspective even if someone disagrees with you. It's not the end of the world. It just means that that person is not your people. There are someone that will agree with you. Same here, if you're part of the influential family, the fact that there are others who are in this family shows that there are people who think like you, who can actually relate to you. So you just gotta show up and trust the process of you in the making. I'm a living example and you're a testament to this concept. So with that said, I want you to take note of the emotions throughout this process and turn them into content. You were your audience and whatever that you're going through now or whatever that you're feeling, at least one person will resonate with you. So instead of thinking of emotions as bad, 
embrace them and make them work for you. So the last step to this process is of course the part where you sit down and start turning your ideas into posts. So this step focuses on finding your creative flow and how you can actually allow yourself to be in the writer's mode. So if you find yourself deleting sentences because you try to gatekeep your thoughts and seek perfection, or you don't get past two sentences without taking a break, one way that I find helpful is to voice record it down on your voice memo or using the voice typing function on Google Docs. You just have to say whatever that's on your mind and it will appear as a text and you can go back and edit after you're done. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, just search voice Google Docs and the first link will pop up. So this applies to when you have a download that just comes out of nowhere and it's happening fast, this works wonders. There are a few key things to not do here. Number one, don't gatekeep thinking that you know, you're giving too much value because like I mentioned, I don't believe in those, especially when you're constantly feeding your brain good mind medicine. Number two, don't delete things out of the fear that someone might disagree with you. The more you should keep it. Only correct your grammar or your vocab. Number three, Don't stop writing and posting because it's not perfect. There won't be a perfect time or a perfect sentence if it's not put out there for people to see. Count to three and hit the post button. This takes a lot of practice and a lot of pushing through the discomfort feeling and thoughts that, you know, someone will actually disagree with you and how the world might end. But like I mentioned, put things into perspective. It's not the end of the world. The rawer the post, the rarer it is. Alrighty, that's it for today's episode. I hope I've opened up the path to discovering your new identity of being a content machine. I'm opening up two more slots for the Social Estate program. So if you have been looking to work one-on-one with me, this is your chance. DM me the word influence and we will get you started. So other than that, if you're not in our private influential Facebook group, you're missing out the fun, it's free. All the links can be found below. It would mean a lot to me if you could like, share and subscribe anywhere you're listening to this so that we can continue to grow this sisterhood and connect with other goddesses. I'll speak to you in the next episode.